Quality Files. in the podcast dungeon at night with mood lighting. Very. This is what most people probably envision when they like Literally. think us recording. For sure. I didn't even turn on the overhead lights. I know. We've got the, you know, the intention candle burning. I went ahead and, you know, did some Palo Santo just in case because it's been a day. It's been a day. Carter sent me a text while I was in the shower saying, hey, I passed out. The EMTs were here. I'm coming home. What time did that happen? Like, well, I don't want people to know I get in the shower at three, but it's around three. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Yeah, absolutely insane. It has been a day. And it was one of those days, and we knew it was going to be a hectic day leading up to. So for Christmas, we gave my niece and nephew tickets to the Children's Museum. Yeah, awesome. Take you whatever. So my older sister, she's like, hey, just heads up, they go back to school next week. Already? Right. And so we were like, okay. Um, And essentially, like, if we don't do it now, it's literally going to be Christmas again before, like, they can get out of school. Fall break, whatever. And I was like, well, like, we leave Wednesday. Let us know the beginning of next week what works for you. And she's like, well, actually, like, Tuesday works great. And I was like, okay, like, we'll make that work. But uh, no, it was it was great and it was fun. You know what was crazy though? What I saw, the Draco Rex Hogwartsia. Oh, the dragon dinosaur. It was at the Children's Museum in Indy. Yes. What? They had like a whole thing about it. Oh, that's so cool. But I was like, hold on. <laughs> I talked about that. When hold I was up. Trying to figure out if dragons were real. <laughs> I had something really. Spooky to talk about, and Uh-oh. like I said, I'm one and a half cans of canned rosé in, so you keep talking and I'll figure out what it is. What the fuck was it? Did something happen around the house? No. That's good. <laughs> I already talked about what happened to Carter. That's just, you know, it was a day. God damn it. What the hell was it? Oh! So... Uh-oh. I went on a little getaway this weekend. Yes, you did. Yes. I'm in love with Augusta, Kentucky. Ooh. It's so cute, so adorable. I'd like to buy the entire town and turn it into Airbnbs because the Airbnb we stayed at with our friends Mark and Chris, Mark's no longer in charge. Oh, Mark listens, but go ahead and leave it in. Um, in charge of Airbnbs. Oh. I'm still in pain from sleeping in the bed we slept in. Mark, I love you. Um but we get there, and in the Airbnb, it's so cute. It's like this old, like really old cabin with like the con- – I don't know if it was concrete <laughs> when it was first built, but it's concrete right. now. Stairs all uneven, you know, so you Whoa. know it's really fucking old. And Mark's husband, Chris, is looking at all the little pamphlets that are out on the desk. He's like, oldest jail on its original foundation in Kentucky. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, is it haunted? He's like, I don't know. He's reading, he's reading, he's reading. And then he pulls up Yelp. It's fucking haunted. Of course. So after several glasses of bourbon on the rocks in our Cash Express cups, because this was a classy fucking Airbnb, um, and I mentioned to Mark's Chris that you know when I'm drunk when the Chicago accent comes out. Mm-hmm. Well, he heard me say something with a Chicago accent, and he's all like, let's go for a walk. Oh, no. Because <laughs> Mark was, forget about it. Um, so we, I said, let's go to the haunted jail. Well, after we went to three locations that weren't the haunted jail, we found it. We'll post pictures on the the Instagram stories at Oddity Files. But it was pretty fucking cool. Whoa. Well, I mean, so I saw a lot of the pictures you were posting and I was like, wait, where are they? Like the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Yeah. And then I'll get back to the jail. But come to find out at some point during the bourbon drinking, I figured out we were 2.5 miles from Higginsport School. Like Jailhouse right pizza. across the river. Jailhouse Pizza. No, Higginsport School. Oh, I thought you sent me 
jailhouse pizza. I may have said jailhouse pizza, but the <laughs> GPS said Hagensport. I swear to God. I know that much. No, it was. Whoa. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Both so, on the same river. So. So you take a ferry ride over and it's because if it's 2.5 miles and it takes 25 minutes to get there, right. I don't understand that. But there is a ferry at Augusta. So we could have just went on over there. Of course, Mark's Chris wanted to go over there. And I'm like, eh, somebody traded a ferry for it or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we're at the jail. And like I mentioned, my friend, Mark down Mark, it's a little for schnockered. <laughs> He starts just yelling in German <gasps> to the inside of the building because there was no glass on the actual windows. You could see and reach yeah, yeah. right in if you wanted to. It was the funniest fucking oh thing I've ever gosh. seen in my life. That's when I was. No, that's when I knew I was like, "Oh, he's gonna hurt in the morning." Oh, yeah. He knows a lot of German. I had wow, no idea. That's impressive. He has like a German last name that I can't pronounce. So. But it was really neat. The town, I mean, it has to be haunted. It's an old Civil War um, battleground. I'm sure it has like slave history being in Kentucky. George Clooney grew up there. Oh. His mother still lives there. He has a house there. There's a Rosemary Clooney um, museum there. It's her, the, the house she grew up in. How How have I never heard of this place? So random, though. I know. That's incredible. Yeah. So it's just like, did you know that you were picking that town or like what? Mark just just said, hey, let's get together before we move because they're moving to Pennsylvania. And he picked it out, the Airbnb, everything. And we just kind of met them and followed them there. Cool. But it was was fun. Now, my Chris was just like, oh, my God, these fucking people. But I was having a blast. And Chris was having a blast. I can only imagine. And Mark's Chris watches all the ghost shows. Come to find out. Who knew? We thought we might have watched Ghost Adventures that night, but we didn't because we went to our own haunted location. Speaking of Ghost Adventures, Mm. you sent me something today that really just irked me. So for the longest time, Kitsy's had this idea to... I guess we can tell everybody now. Well, yeah, we can tell people now because it doesn't matter. (laughs) Kitsy's had this idea to kind of like only investigate locations that are haunted from like true some crimes. sort of yeah true crime so yeah. just true crime paranormal occurrences and that's literally what the show would be about i've been talking about it for a year year and a yeah. half and sure enough today ghost adventures posts that starting in october mm-hmm. is ghost the, the next series of ghost adventures and it's like Ghost Adventures True Crime. Yeah. It's Ghost Adventures Serial Killers. Serial Killers. I was like. Which we are... have one of those fucking locations 30 minutes from here. Are you kidding me? But I, I am always before my time. And <laughs> I am a trendset. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. But um, yeah, I, I was a little perturbed. Is the word I'm going to use. I was just like, oh my god. Sometimes I feel like these these uh, networks are eavesdropping on us. Maybe. Maybe know. we should kick Alexa out of the, Ooh, the dungeon. Maybe. She's telling on us. I would not doubt it. <laughs> um, but it should, it should be a good series. And will I watch it? <laughs> of course right. I will. Oh, um, side note though. We are Oddity Files. The, the podcast. podcast. And I'm Clayton Abbott. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a hot minute. Had to catch up. Um, I'm Kitsy Duncan, and we are a paranormal podcast that talks about anything we f- freaking want to, really. It's usually creepy. It's usually maybe cryptid. A lot of the times it's otherworldly. Other UFOlogy. Yes. Um, especially with all this Area 51 shit I going down online. No, I... I, I'm loving just like watching all of it happen. It's, it's, it's poetic. It's beautiful. <laughs> there was a video that I showed DJ Jimmy yesterday, two days ago of like one of the guys who like started it. It's like one of the, Oh, admins. he's come out. And well, it could just be anyone, but he's claims that he was one of the people that like started the event. Yeah. And he shows, and it was like an actual news station interviewing him. I saw a CNN, CNN article. And um, 
but they're like on site interviewing him and he's on the sidewalk. And then he explains to them like, this is happening. Like, I know that people think it's a joke. Like we have, we have plans for that day. Like we have plans. And that's then, not the guy. And then he shows, <laughs> he was like, I'm assuming they said, so like, how are you going to do it? Yeah. And he shows them and he like does this run. You know, the way like people in like Japanese anime things run where they're like, down with her arms like straight out behind them. I literally learned how to do that last Thursday when I was podcasting with the kind of nerdy girls. Oh my gosh. There's a video and I pulled a muscle. Oh gosh. Well, he does this, <laughs> like slips on a rock and like veers off. I feel his pain. And I'm like, okay, well, at least now they know what they're up against. I guess. So the article I saw was the guy, the guy who created Whoa. it, who went into hiding because because he was terrified the FBI was going to come find him. Oh my god. And finally he's like, "Okay, it's me. It was a fucking joke. It was supposed to be memes and people being silly right. and nobody was supposed to take this seriously." Oh my gosh. So I think your guy just wanted some attention. Probably. Yeah. But it was hilarious. Like I am gonna have to watch that video to see if I did that run right. He has this weird like headband on with some medallion on the front of it. I'm gonna have to get that video from, from <laughs> yeah, KJ. For sure. Literally. We'll put we'll post that on the stories. Uh, if she'll give it up. We'll see. But it's it's insane. Jeff Goldblum's like having so much fun with it on Twitter right now. Um yeah, I'm having a blast with Speaking it. Speaking of other like pop culture related things, Marvel announced their phase four plans. <sighs> uh oh, that didn't sound good. No, go ahead. Um, one of the things, so I'm really excited for Doctor Strange too. I really, yes. really enjoy Doctor Strange. I just love like that whole I love like Benedict everything. with all my heart. And what's so cool is that they said for the second one, it's going to be Marvel's. First horror film, it's going to be more along the lines of horror, and it's going to be him and Elizabeth Olsen, like, going at it. Not against each other, but, like, against the the multiverse, it's called. Like, can you imagine him and Scarlet Witch? Oh, my fucking God, I'm in. It'll be perfect. And, like, a little creepy. And and, and my sigh was, Avengers is over. I, oh, I'm, right. I'm not okay with it. I'm still in mourning. <laughs> um but that's why I didn't really care. I didn't look at it. Right. I mean, my fandom is the original The yeah. Avengers. I mean, Tony's dead. If you don't know already, people, I'm sorry, but it's been <laughs> out for a hot minute. Um it and it was Iron Man that got me into this oh, absolute I mean, insanity the, that is my life right yeah, now. Yeah, it got everyone into it. Yeah. So But I think it's cool. But that'll I mean, watch. It's not gonna be horror because at the end of the day it's still Disney, but, but it'll be they just bloody said, like, and it's gory. gonna be like Creepy, more creepy. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's really cool. Especially with those characters. Literally, yeah. You've got a witch and a warlock, if you will. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> um, and I was pissed there's no new Ant-Man coming out. Yeah, there wasn't an Ant-Man. I am a huge fan of the Ant-Man genre, if you will. Paul Rudd is fucking amazing. I wasn't, I mean, I'll let her prove me wrong. But how they've cast Angelina Jolie as one of, like, their principals. I was just like, ugh. And which one is she in? In The Eternals. Okay. Which I'm okay with because I, I love her again because of Maleficent. Right. And that's why I was like, I'll and let her prove Disney. me wrong. I loved yeah. her as Laura Croft. I did not. <laughs> um, I loved her in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, Jesus, my that movie, gosh, though. Yes. I can't. I, could, I will watch it every time it's on TBS. Every um, time. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I will give it a shot yeah. because she redeemed herself with Maleficent. Agreed. Well, and because I, I sit back and I'm like, there are all these new titles. That I have no idea what they are. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm also mad how they're including so much of Phase 4 in the the Disney Plus like streaming service. Because they literally said, like, this movie will pick up right where... Uh, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. The streaming thing pick like takes off, and you're yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, but. I'll watch it though because I love Sebastian. I know, but this is Oddity Files, and this is not <laughs> a nerdy show in right. any way, shape, or form. But you, but you hit it. With Point the, was the creepy, creepy Marvel movie, yes, 2021. Yay! But we are geeks too, <laughs> so we're just putting that out there. Um, 
I mean, that kind of covers paranormal in the news because I don't have oh, anything. Oh, that's true. Do you? No. Okay. Not sweet. that I know of. I wish. <laughs> Neither one of us are on our our our, our, our A game right now. <laughs> but I did want to mention if you're listening to this right now, you missed our freaking podcast last night. Yesterday. Yep. It was at GalaxyCon <laughs> yep. in Raleigh, and it was amazing. It was great. I really don't know if that's true or not because Me it's either. now Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we have other fun stuff coming up. Look, I changed the board. You it, did. It it no longer says water the flowers <laughs> clean or the yard. clean the yard. Um, we have a couple other announcements. One, I do want to mention one of the events we were a part of has been canceled. It was the Hunt the Town. They're doing something different with it right now. So um, I just updated our events page at oddityfiles.com. It's got all the current events on there, which is at Flashback Weekend on August 3rd at 3.30. It's going to be me and Carter doing a, a mommy-son type Q&A, little sneak peek of season three, um, which editing is going amazing. I'm working on episode three of six right now. So again, we don't have an exact date, but we're hoping for a fall release for our TV show. And then Greenwood Library, I'm kind of excited about. Me too. About, I really am. Because it's so close to home. That and it's just so different. It is. Like, it's a very different environment than we've ever. And like, it's limited seating, and they're staying open late. Yeah. And the little description says, like, 16 and older because of... Like, spooky or... I forget how they worded it. I, I am going to totally have to look that up because it's absolutely adorable. Because I thought about it, and I was like, I wonder if Kitsy wrote this. I didn't. It was um, our awesome person who had set that up for us. Oh, the internet. Jesus. <laughs> so as if our internet wasn't bad enough, today it completely died. So we are on little MiFi units right now. And it's not going so well. So it's Oddity Files, the podcast after hours at the Greenwood Library. And make sure you go ahead and reserve a seat because seat is seating is super limited, but it's free. So uh, this is like our first free event. It says, attend a live recording of Oddity Files, a paranormal comedy podcast. Kitsy Duncan and Clayton and Abbott tell stories of hauntings, aliens, creatures, curses, legends, lore, and so much more. Clayton and Kitsy are paranormal investigators for the TV show Oddity Files on Amazon Prime Direct. Warning. It's my favorite part. I know. <laughs> ages 16 and up for scary and salty curses. Yes. Because she told me I, like I could it. curse. <laughs> She's amazing. But yeah, it's it's just so different because usually it's been like at a convention. Um, actually, have all of them been at conventions? Literally at yeah. this point, yeah. So it's just a lot more like of an intimate setting. Yeah. I feel like it'll be more... Not thematic, but just appropriate, you know, because sometimes we go on stage at these events and there were like comedians on before us and then there's like a sports talk after us. So like yeah. there's no flow and it's not really like, all right, we're telling ghost stories. It's just like, oh, what are we telling now? Yeah, exactly. And um, I did want to give a huge shout out to Amy for contacting us yes. and actually asking us to do this. She's a fan of the show and she's like, hey, you guys might. Would you be interested? And I'm like, oh, yes, always. girl, always. So that'll be super fun. And it's in Octo the beginning of October, so oh. just in time for the spooky season. Perfect. And those of you who don't know, Greenwood, Indiana is just south of Indianapolis. So our, our peeps can come. Yeah, a lot of our yeah. friends can come. I'm super excited. <laughs> so I guess we should do our you know relentless plugs that we always do. True. We have a TV show, for those of you that don't know. We're on Amazon Prime Video for free if you are a Prime member. Just add Oddity Files to your watch list. Give it a watch. Um, we've got season one and season two, and season three is coming real soon, I promise. Hopefully. Last, <laughs> because Amazon really put us through the ringer last they season. They did. But I, I learned my lesson. That's true. I, I learned a was, lot of lessons. There was one that wasn't even 
anything to do with their logo. It was like no. the time code, something, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I just deleted it. That's why yeah. nobody can ever watch again our episode <laughs> at uh, the Paint House in Rhode Island. Right. But, you know. Stuff. You know, the the normal rate, review, and subscribe if you're on Apple Podcast. That really is, I know it sounds like, I don't want to say desperate, but that's how people find us. Like, the, the more sure. reviews, the more ratings it just bumps us up and so if you like us you want other people like us the best way to do that is to rate review and subscribe also we're doing contest every month where if you do review us you snap a screenshot of it send it over to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com at the end of every month we do a random drawing and we send you some oddity files goodies like a signed 8 by 10 by both the podcast cast and the TV show cast. I know, because we need a photo with DJ Jimmy I know. in it. And I I have a lot of guilt about that. But he, he he's working on his DJ Jimmy signature, and I think it's on point. I know. When I'm we just, were signing those, with the little, like, right. yeah, the little sun. The most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll give you some stickers, you know, just, just some little goodies. But like I said, it that's if you review us on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review. It can even be a bad review. We prefer that it not be a bad review. No, don't do that, people. But if you're listening, you like us. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Just uh, shoot that screenshot over to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. And can I talk do... about our latest review that was amazing? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Um, it says, spooky and funny. I absolutely love their approach to the paranormal. Most times I'm listening or watching a show and feel totally creeped out. Unsure if I even want to continue listening or watching, but these two take a, such an awesome, fun approach to the paranormal that I didn't even know this one was here. This isn't the one I meant to read. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, but these two take such an awesome, fun approach to the paranormal that keeps you laughing rather than hiding under the covers. I absolutely love their unique, fun, positive approach to all things paranormal. Love, love, love. I love this person, love them, and always look forward to Friday so I can listen to their newly released podcast. And yes, guys, myself and my husband say the podcast with you guys at the beginning. That's not even the one I meant to read. Where did this one come from? What's that person's name? That is from Les Brother. L E S B R O H E T H E R. Well, thank you. We're putting you in the random drawing, even though you didn't send us in your review. Well, she may have. Oh, have well, to check email. You're included. Can I read the one I meant to read? Yes. Okay. So, Blue Eyed Girl okay. says, by far, my most favorite paranormal podcast. Kitsy and Clayton are so much fun to listen to. Their banter is great. Their story is entertaining. And their chemistry is amazing. Oh. I find myself laughing one minute and saying, what the? The next minute. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> Always. I discovered this podcast about three weeks ago and binge listened. I'm all caught up and can't wait for the next episode. Yes. They also have a TV show on Amazon Prime that is a much must watch. I binge watched both seasons in a week or so. Highly recommend. Weird is the new normal. Ooh. Yes. That's good too. Look at our people. Ghost on. Yes, blue-eyed girl and name I can't pronounce. Less brother, bro, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> anyway, you guys are amazing. We are so. God, I need to stop drinking. I just hit my nose on my microphone. <laughs> you guys are amazing. We adore you, and, and we're just really we're having really... so much fun. And we're grateful for you. Like we just the fact that so many people now are listening that that we don't know. That's what like I can't wrap my mind around because for the longest time I've just thought, oh, our friends and family are listening just to entertain us and be nice. Literally. But now that there's so many people that are actually listening and and like interacting, it's just it's fun. And it makes us like want to keep doing this every week. I know. Absolutely. So much fun. You guys are the best. You give us something to look forward to every week. So yay. Keep doing what you're doing. Um all of our socials are at Oddity Files. We're super easy to find. You just go to Twitter at Oddity Files. You go to Instagram at Oddity Files. Once you're on Instagram, 
and and maybe you're one of those people that are trying to binge up on all the episodes, check our highlights on there because DJ Jimmy does such an amazing job of posting photos with um, the stories that we're telling. And it just makes the listening experience a little more interactive, I think. It really is cool. Yeah. Um, On Facebook, we're Oddity Files. And then we have our super exclusive, that's not really exclusive group, Oddity Files, the fan group. It took me a long time to come up with that name. (laughs) Much like the name of our podcast. (laughs) The podcast. We were like, what should we call it? Well, let's just just start like recording and we'll figure it out. Oh, so I think that's all the stuff we needed to plug. We've got merch, oddityfiles.com. Merch, kids merch now. Kids, kids merch, merch, baby merch. Thank you so much for doing that. No, thank you for reminding me. My sister-in-law, she she wants to get her kids the weirdest new cool shirt. Yeah. And then I, I forgot to tell you for the longest time. And then like the day I texted you later on in the day, she's all like, just waiting on that kids merch. I'm like, ah, it's all my fault. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. It's totally fine. Um, did she get anything ordered yet? She did. She, she totally did? did. She got them each one. I think she got herself one as well. Nice. So that means I just need to get the grandbaby one. I know. So cool. Okay, we've been like I know, but I have here. I have stories. I have stories. And I do I go first? Oh uh, well, see that's what happens when I guess. So I knew because of last week's podcast that you had a haunting for this week's oh, podcast. Yes. We can both do hauntings. We can both do hauntings. Right? Okay. As long as it's not the same, and that's DJ Jimmy's job Uh-oh. to make sure it's not the same. I haven't told good? him what I'm doing. What? <laughs> he never asked. I, he never <laughs> asked me. I just tell him. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm doing right now. Okay. You're fine. I, if it's the same, I... We'll tell two it will not stories be the same. the same way. Okay, so I'm talking about the haunting of summer wind. We're good. Oh, sweet. Um, so Doing little- winter wind. <laughs> Please, God, I hope so. <laughs> so a little bit about me before I realized weird is the new cool and all the scary stuff used to scare the shit out of me still. I was a little toehead who had the best grandparents ever. They lived in Wisconsin and during the 70s, lived. I lived in and around all the Chicago suburbs. I would always really look forward to the summer trips to spend some time with Grandma and Grandpa Stobbs. They lived on the outskirts of Burlington, Wisconsin. I always said Bloomington. <laughs> in a little cottage that was always so magical to me. But the best part, aside from Grandma's jokes, Grandpa's jokes and Grandma's cooking, was they lived not even a half a block from the lake. At the time, it, it was called Boner's Lake named after Farmer Boner. And I'm just telling you that because I have the sense of humor of a 13-year-old boy. Boner. <laughs> <laughs> they renamed it now. It's like, I don't even know what it's called. I, of course, I had no idea what a boner was when I was going to Boner's right. Lake. But anyway. Anyhow, once I came across the story of Summer Wind in my search to find the scariest haunted house you've never heard of, I totally went this route. The story... Uh, The story of Summer Wind is pretty much the stuff of nightmares, but it's about a house in Wisconsin on a lake. So I was intrigued, and the story goes a A little little something something like like this. this. I mean, the fact that I was able to find an episode of it on a haunting based on this popular haunting didn't persuade me at all, (laughs) because, you know, that's how I do things. First, a quick little history of Summerwind, formerly known as Lamont Mansion. According to local legend, Summerwind was built in the early 20th century as a fishing lodge on the edge of West Bay Lake in Vilas County, Wisconsin. And in 1916, purchased by Robert Patterson Lamont. It said the renovations to turn it from the... The fishing, whatever, majiggy, to the house took about two years to complete. Okay. Stories include claims that Lamont fired his pistol at a ghost one night and was so frightened that he and his family abandoned the house that night. There really isn't much more other other specifics of what happened to the Lamont, the Lamont family to actually make them get the fuck out. It was They right. shot at a ghost and they were gone. Regardless, the mansion had remained vacant for more than 40 years. 
Um, when Arnold and Ginger Hinshaw went on vacation with friends near West Bay Lake, Ginger's friend wanted to show her the haunted mansion on a leisurely drive through their vacation. And Ginger instantly fell in love with the place. To this day, she said she felt sorry for the house and felt the need to have it in the worst way. Her friend tried to talk her out of it, saying it was haunted. And Ginger just responded, well, then I'm going to live in a haunted house. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Be careful what you wish for. Ginger is a mother was a mother of four young children and recently remarried. She thought the home would be the last home she would ever need. Upon showing the house to the family, Arnold, who worked in construction, her her new husband, saw the amazing potential that the house had. And same, Arnie, same. If I had seen it, I'd been like, I have to have it. I mean, I totally get it. The kids, however, did not feel the same way. From the start, they felt unease in the house. The moment they stepped in, they were totally creeped out. On this show, they interviewed mom and the kids and mom's dad and mom's brother. So, I mean, the warning signs were there for the couple during the renovation. They had a hard time finding people to help work on the house. Delivery men wouldn't even drive up the driveway to make their deliveries because they were scared of the house. They're like, no, 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 you have to carry it up. And they were doing renovations. Shocker. Yeah, exactly. Well, you never know. So Arnie all of a sudden quickly loses interest in the renovations, like overnight, But Ginger continues with all of the fine details day and night. Then the good stuff begins. The stuff why we're all here. And it starts out big. Furniture is moving on its own. The children are always feeling watched by an unseen force, no matter what room of the house they're Uh. in. Ginger never quite feels alone in the house, but she still refuses to admit that it's haunted. As this goes on, Good old Arnie becomes more and more withdrawn from the family. And his personality is like something out of a creepy ass black and white horror flick. Oh no, here we go. He stops going to work. He stops doing anything really and just plays the creepy ass organ left behind in the house. What? Both day and night. And it's like fucking creepy black and white horror. Phantom flick. of the Opera, just like. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking Ta-da. the entire time. It, literally. I mean, yikes, right? I Terrifying. mean, there's your sign. Um, he sleeps all day, stays up all night playing the organ. He's always angry and just not the same fun loving Arnie Ginger fell in love with. He's continually wandering about the house in a daze, talking to people who aren't there. And his temper with the children is on the verge of being abusive. I mean, oh whatever they gosh. do, it's not enough. And he's just screaming and yelling. Then the voices start in the house. Ginger quickly changes the tune as to the house being haunted. She starts hearing a low, deep voice saying her name when she's in the house alone. That's and then terrifying. No, literally terrifying. And then Ginger starts to see things she can't explain. And she's still like, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just because they told me the house was haunted. She's still trying to talk herself out of it. Um, so Ginger tries to create a sense of normalcy for the kids because dad's done lost his fucking mind. Right. And she's hearing sh- and seeing shit. She invites friends over for an evening. One, hoping to snap Arnie out of this insane behavior and uh, show off the all the hard work she's actually done to the house to her friends. So she's just there doing her hostess with the mostest act until she hears the guests scream while she's in the kitchen. She hears them running out of the house. <laughs> yeah. When she tries to stop them, she's like, um, oh, shit, Arnie's on the loose, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> they claim they saw a ghost in the living room, and they should probably go home. So Ginger never hears from her friends again. And then, to make a bad evening worse, she hears Dr. Depresso, Arnie, start playing more creepy tunes oh, on the organ. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like almost like a, a like comic-style, like... A scary movie, like yeah, scary movie four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then she finally um, comes to the realization that her house might actually be haunted, and it's not just her mind playing tricks on her. 
Duh. Obviously. Yeah. So at this point, Arnie's lost his job <laughs> and was just obsessed over playing the organ and yelling at anyone in the family over the craziest things or just yelling at no one, really. Winter comes. Ar- Arnie's temper is still out of control. The voices and apparitions continue. And because Arnold has lost his job, there's no heat in the house. Oh, great. And you're... Wisconsin in the winter. Exactly. The entire family is taken to sleeping in the living room around the fire just to keep warm. The pipes have burst and the family has to bring lake water into the house for cooking and drinking and pottying. And the furniture Ginger meticulously picked out for the house was now being used for firewood just to keep the children warm. Arnie's Dick face Arnie. That just happened. <laughs> so Ginger's had enough at this point. She's like, this is fucking ridiculous. I don't even know my life anymore. And she puts her pride aside. She goes to a neighbor's house because she doesn't have a phone anymore and calls her dad to come get her and the kids. They leave Arnie behind and watch the house as they drive away. She never hears from Arnie again. What? The kids and Ginger end up moving to Canada. She vowed never to go back to Summer Wind and sells it to a local real estate developer. But Ginger is obsessed now with the paranormal and spiritualism and begins an unending research on the topic in her spare time. Because, but, not because, but Ginger's dad, Raymond, can't stop thinking about the house now. Oh, no. What did Raymond do? Uh, He sees all the potential and a couple years later buys the house. No way. Yep. Even after hearing all of Ginger's warnings and decides to turn it into a bed and breakfast with Ginger's brother, Ray, who just got back from the Vietnam War. After sitting vacant for so long, it needed some more work done to it again because, you know, kids would go in and do teenage shit. So dad and Ray take on the task from the start, having trouble finding contractors who would work on the house, just like Ginger. Hearing odd noises in the house, just like Ginger. One day, Ginger's brother Ray was working on the house alone and had an experience so terrifying, he refused to tell anyone about it. Ginger's father, Raymond, it's Ray and Raymond, so just so you know. After not being able to get Ray to do any more work around Summer Wind and not getting an explanation as to why, does some research into the house trying to find out what in the blazes is going on here. Let us know. Exactly. Here's a story from the woman who owned the house when it was abandoned for the 40 years. She tells the story of a family who lived in the house and that one night they saw a full apparition in the kitchen. The husband shoots twice at the spirit with a pistol and the family up and moves out that night. But again, there's no more than that story. Ginger comes home for a bit a uh, visit at Raymond's house and he shows her the plans he had drawn up for Summerwind. Ginger tries to be optimistic because she knows how excited her father is about the project. But she notices just at the mention of the property that her brother Ray is on edge. He starts shaking and sweating and biting his fingernails. And Ginger's instantly concerned, because she knows, been there, fucking done that shit. Um, She asks her brother what's wrong, and he won't talk about it. Ginger, in her spiritual journey, we'll call it. Oh, gosh. Yes. (laughs) Has learned hypnotism. And asks if she can put her brother under. Uh, She uses the excuse that she can stop him from biting his nails because that's one of the things he was doing when he was nervous. Okay. And he agrees. But once Ray is under, however, the proverbial shit hits the fan. Are you ready for this? So he starts talking in a deep, growly voice that isn't his own and starts talking about how powerful he is and how useless his children are. What? It's Arnie all over (gasps) again. Over and over again until Ginger steps up and she fucking releases the demon. She pretty much does an exorcism on oh, him right there. She like shot him or something. Oh, like, well, oh, no. that would have been way more Wrong interesting. Person. Yeah. Um, so go Ginger. 
She, he's all of a sudden he's back to himself while under hypnotism. Once she brings him back out, he has no idea what's just gone down. But I guess is he still biting his fingernails. I don't know. She, I don't even she, she, think she went there. <laughs> she he never probably, got to it. <laughs> to this day, he's probably still biting his fingernails. Right. Um, once she brings him back out, he has no idea what's just gone down until Ginger and Raymond tell him all about it. Finally, he breaks his silence. He talks about what happens to him. Um, <clears throat> he claims he was upstairs in the house alone. He hears two gunshots. Okay. He's freaked out. He's like, who's in my fucking house? Um, and he swore he heard them downstairs. So he heads downstairs, not believing in the paranormal at all. I mean, right. Vietnam vet, he's seen some shit. And walks into the kitchen and smells gunpowder. And now he's freaked out thinking someone's in the house. He looks toward the basement door to see two bullet holes. Ignore the basement. It's not worth it. But the bullet holes were old and looked as though they'd been painted over several times over the years. So they're the original bullet holes from Mr. Guy who never told his paranormal story either. Then Raymond tells him the story he heard about the man shooting you know, the apparition after Raymond, after that, this is when it gets a little sketchy for okay. me. Raymond, it's Raymond's turn to go under because apparently we're just hypnotizing everybody tonight. I don't know why. Um, so I, I think, you know, Ginger's like, we're going to get to the bottom of this sure. shit. I've had enough. Ginger puts him under, tells him to walk through the house. And upon doing so, he finds a loose, this is all under hypnosis. Sure. He goes to the basement, finds a loose brick in the basement with a hidden space behind it. Oh. Just big enough for a box. Okay. He pulls the box out, opens it up to find a land deed signed by James Carver. I mean, yeah, this part is really a stretch. Even as I'm watching it, I'm so into this story. I'm like, oh, my God, really? This is not. So, but stay with me. So Raymond does some research after he's taken out of the hypnotism, blah, 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 sure. blah, blah. Raymond does some research on James Carver and finds out he may have possibly be given the exact land the mansion sits on after ending a war between two Native American tribes way back in the day. Whoa. I have no dates and numbers are hard for me. Coincidence? Maybe. So Ginger, Raymond, and Ray head back to Summerwind. After Dad does his research, they find they want to find the land deed that Raymond saw okay. while he was under. So they go directly to the basement. They find the exact brick Raymond saw in his hypnosis, and they pull it out to find the secret hiding place he had seen while he was under. But no box and no deed. Hmm. A little bit of a letdown there. They then search the entire house, top and bottom, looking for the deed, deed and never actually find it. And the story just pretty much ends there. What? Yeah. They never go back to the house. It sits empty for a time until the house is struck by lightning twice in one night and it burns to the foundation. What? It, I know. It, it doesn't have a lot of closure, but it's still a good story. I'm sorry. God, don't look at me like that. <laughs> so there you have it. The story of Summer Wind. Um, in the episode of A Haunting, I watched. They never really talked about Arnie again. But I did some digging on the interwebs, and it says he had a complete nervous breakdown and was admitted into a psychiatric hospital. Whoa. Yeah. Raymond went on to write a book about the location and the paranormal experiences that happened there. However, it's now out of print. I searched Amazon, brought up one of the original hardcover copies selling for $237.06. No way. And that's one of the cheaper ones. I went to eBay. I went to, it's worth some cash. What? So anybody finds that and wants to get me a gift, or I'd love that, like, to have a Or if you're a goodwill copy. and you see that book. Yes, exactly. Grab it. So some claim that like neighbors and stuff say it was never haunted and that none of this ever really happened. And that Raymond was just trying to cash in on the success of the uh, Amityville craze. But I guess we'll never really know. No. We? Lightning. I know. Ruined it for everyone. I know. And I have no closure and I'm sorry, <laughs> but the rest of it was good. Was cliffhanger, <laughs> we'll call it. Yeah, exactly. To be not continued. Not really to be continued. Yeah. You can make up the ending in your mind. For sure. Let us know. <laughs> Oddity Files crew at Gmail. <laughs> no, that was really good though. And like 
talk about the levels. Yeah. It's like it, a roller coaster. Exactly. Just when like you think it was like coming to an end, it's like, nope. And the end was like just a drop off. It was a cliff. Literally two lightning bolts. <laughs> so mine is um is obviously a haunting, like I said, but it's not like it's a location that is very hard for people to investigate. So it hasn't been investigated. So it's all just like reports. So we just recently, like within the past few days, celebrated the 50th anniversary of the lunar landing. Yes. And so I'm doing the haunted remains of NASA's Launch Complex 34. What? I have never heard of this ever. So when construction started in 1959, NASA's Launch Complex 34 was expected to be the starting point for all their launches. So just like they thought this is our like pinnacle history is going to be made here or whatever. You just fucking mixed otherworldly with haunting. <laughs> Kudos you. <laughs> it was to become the first home of NASA's pioneering Apollo lunar landing missions. But after three astronauts died in a cabin fire in 1967, the facility became famous for disturbing occurrences and links to the paranormal. Oh, wow. So located in Cape Canaveral, Florida, Launch Complex 34 held its first successful launch in 1961 when testing of NASA's Saturn I rockets first started. The complex was later modified to host NASA's Saturn B, 1B, we'll call it, program, sure. which commenced in 1966. On January 27th of 67, a launch pad test was carried out for the Apollo 1 mission, a mission that intended to become the first manned mission to the moon. Yeah. Astronauts Virgil Grissom, Edward White III, and Roger Caffey were on board the Apollo 1 craft when a flash fire broke out in the actual cabin. Yeah. The flames were so fierce that the crew was unable to escape, and tragically, all three of them died. Awful. In a like a test. It wasn't even like they were going. So the tragic events of that day were subject to intense investigations by the committees from both the Houses of Congress that would eventually lead to a full redesign of the Apollo program. The launch pad would go on to host one more launch, um, a successful launch of the first manned mission in the Apollo series, Apollo 7, in 1968. Just three months later, the complex was taken out of commission. In the years since those events, the complex has become an area of paranormal fascination with many believing that the site is haunted by the brave souls of Grissom, White, and Kathy. Visitors awesome. to the site have reported hearing loud screams emanating oh, from the decaying launch pad. That's not awesome. While others have reported being overcome by a sense of sadness, darkness, and fear. Rumor has it that at one point, the dreadful reports came so worrisome to NASA officials, they temporarily closed the facility to visitors. <gasps> so they were getting so many reports of, like, where are these screams coming from or, like, these oh, feelings. wow. And it was like people were posting on Yelp. No. They were just like reporting it to the NASA officials. Like, hey, check on something. There are people screaming. Yeah. So you, much, you might want to look into this. Right. That they shut it down. I love that because, you know, NASA's all the science. And then they're like, oh, there may be paranormal activity. Let's shut it down. Right. Um, but what's crazy is that if – you want to figure it out for yourself, you can go and you can now like pay and check out the grounds of Launch Complex 34, but obviously you can't like stay overnight and investigate it or anything like that. Well, but it definitely we'll makes, get there someday. Right. <laughs> the right people can. Yeah. But uh, it definitely just Damn it. Like, now Ghost Adventures is going. They listen. They're listening to our Alexa. They're absolutely. Totally. Absolutely going to go to Launch Complex 34. But- <laughs> You can arrange tours of it through, um, like, the Air Force Base and Missile Museum in Cape Canaveral. So if you go there, they actually do tours of the entire complex. Or you can just go on your own. But I was like, it's short and sweet because it's all, like I said, there are just tons and tons and tons of, I heard this, I heard this, I heard this. Yeah. and it's, Personal experiences, right. literally. But there's no, like, EVPs. But what is so crazy is, like, looking at the photos of, like, the actual cabin that is just torched and they have real photos i have of, a stomach ache and i can't even see it they're like one of their spacesuits like 
white flight suit that's literally just torched. It's just like so crazy. But what's crazier is just this ghost town of a launch pad. There's these giant concrete structures. that, And it's just on acres and acres of flat Florida land. And it's just like out in the middle of it? Right. Oh, wow. And so people will just... Obviously, like, no one's screaming. There aren't people out there. No, absolutely not. And people just hear screaming. And So they closed it for a time. How long was it closed for? I'm not sure exactly how long, but it just said that it became reopened. But, yeah, yeah, that's, it's just. Maybe they brought some monks in to cleanse it. They brought monks. Yeah, I totally trust them. I didn't even know of that incident until I saw First Man, which if you have not seen First Man, it is. Very good. Like, very, very, very good. Am uh, I going to cry? No. I mean, it's a true story. You already know yeah, what happens. It's about yeah. going to the moon. It's actually, like, captivating. I watched the Mr. Rogers trailer and bawled for well, 30 that minutes. that is more sad than going to the moon. <laughs> the scene, I mean, like I said, it's not a spoiler. It actually happened. Yeah. The scene true. where, like, they open the shuttle cabin, whatever door, and they're, like, on the moon. So we saw it at the Indiana State IMAX, mm-hmm. and we were just like, oh, my God, yeah. we're on the moon. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, short, sweet, but also very interesting and relevant as to what's going on right now. So speaking of how we went to the Children's Museum today, we there's like a big space section and in the planetarium. Yeah. There's a segment, and it's like you're going to go to space, whatever. Yeah. It's all about outer space. So my nephew... He's like ready. Who is literally your mini you? <laughs> He's just like neck sitting in between us, ready. But at one point, he looks at us. He goes, "Are we really blasting off?" Oh my god! And then how it, he adorable. got like slightly nervous because he thought oh. he started saying like, "How are we going to come down?" Like all this stuff. And then it starts with like this rocket ship, like, <laughs> and my niece like grabs me, and I'm like, "Oh great, <laughs> we told them we're going to space, and now like." They're literally going to be terrified. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yay. That's 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 a great story. I'm pretty sure, and I'm not 100% sure, but I think, and I'm really fucking dating myself here, I think that, was it July 16th, the day they landed on the moon? I think it was literally one year before I was born. Really? Yeah. I really think it was, or like the day after, which oh. is kind of cool. Oh, it's extremely cool, and it's an easy way to remember what day we landed on the moon. Well, yeah, that, and um, Corey Feldman was born exactly one year after me. Oh. So we've got the lunar landing, me, which is the most important in this story, and then Corey Feldman. I love when July Jimmy 20th. my jokes. July 20th, um, 1916. Maybe really? we took off on the 16th? Maybe that's what it was. I, I mean, just... how long does it take to get to the moon? Hot minute, I'm sure. I I mean, I know it's not like a day. <laughs> that I mean, in my idea of how long it would take a spaceship to get to the moon, I would think it'd be about four days. Yeah, right for sure. Well, especially if you don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're doing. Someone's listening, like they're idiots. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Oddity Files Crew at Gmail. We don't plan on going to the moon. No, hell no. <laughs> Can but- you imagine if they like asked the two of us? Um, write down plans of how you think we could get to the moon. And I'd start crying, go, math is so hard. I would say, a rocket. We've already done it. <laughs> you guys, don't you have autopilots by now? <laughs> I mean, my car can park itself at this right. point. I have another story. Yes. It's a fan story. A listener submitted story. A listener my story. Favorite. Mine too. Um, this is actually one of my favorite things. Our stories are fun. Right. And... I, I try so hard to make Jimmy laugh because Clayton never laughs at my jokes. I have laughed several <laughs> times today. Okay. I was really funny today. I tried <laughs> really hard. Um, so this is a listener submitted story from John. It says, Kitsy asked me to email her a personal paranormal story. Well, that thanks is, for following That through. is quite the subject line. Hello, Oddity Files. My name is John. Here are, is an event that happened to me directly. So my family's moved into a new house in 1993. The house was built in the 70s, so really how much could have happened in a house that new? 
Everything was as normal as it could be until our first summer. One sweltering night, I was awake in my room. The AC in the house had busted three nights before, and we were waiting for the replacement to come in. So I'm in my underwear, laying in the top bunk, right underneath the ceiling fan, going on full blast. Safe? Question mark? Probably not. But five degrees cooler than the rest of my room. <laughs> Hell yeah. Preach. Exactly. This reminds me of last weekend when I slept under the air conditioner. Anyway, um, so it's probably around 1 a.m. at this point. I start to hear music and think at first it's coming from outside. Nope, too close. It got a bit louder, but it sounded like it was literally in the room with me. All of a sudden, something drops down from the ceiling fan, and I think it's the ceiling fan falling down or something. So I roll out of the bed as fast as I could, falling on the ground, which, same. I land on my back on a beanbag chair I have in the room. When I look up, it looks like an old-fashioned chandelier, like a Western one made out of old wood with candles attached. I could actually smell the candles burning. What? What? Where did this just go? So like where the ceiling fan was, all of a sudden he sees this like old- house built in the 70s. Yes. So residual haunting of a chandelier. Okay. Um, Let's see, where was I? I could actually smell the candles burning. The objects in the room cast shadows as the chandelier rocked back and forth. At that point, the music became clear and much louder. My reaction was to run. My body told me to run, so I did. My parents both worked long days, and I did not want to wake them been there, done that. So I slept in the living room. Well, actually, I passed out because I sat up all night (laughs) with a crucifix in my hand (laughs) and a container of salt. No. Sean, this is so awesome. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I was still and am actually a rabid Joe Bob Briggs fan. So I had quite the, the horror education and thought I'll be fine. I'll be fine and must have passed out at some point. Around 6 a.m., my dad comes in and asks, why are you sleeping in the living room? I said, I don't know. And he told me to go to my room. <laughs> if I was going to keep sleeping because he was going to make noise in the kitchen. So I got back in my room with my salt and my crucifix. The fan was still going full blast. My bean bag had a dent from the impact. I go back in and fall asleep for a few more hours. When I do, I wake up and my mother lets me know she made me some lunch if I wanted some. I sit down. She puts the plate in front of me. She sits next to me and says, so if you're going to be staying up late this summer, you need to keep it down. You woke us up and we still need to work. I was like, I'm sorry I fell off the bed, thinking the thud is what woke them up. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nope. She says, if you're going to watch your movies, which always meant horror movies, LOL, if you're going to watch your movies, you need to keep it down. I said, I wasn't watching anything last night. And she said, don't lie. I heard it. I heard old saloon music (gasps) from like an old Western uh, movie. So at that point... I peed a little, apologized, <laughs> and then didn't talk about it for a year. Whoa. That's really cool. That's awesome. That's like really, really cool. Yeah. That, no one got really, possessed. And really well written like, yeah. and lots of funny, which is always our favorite. He does have other stories um, and wants to know if we want them. Of course we do. Duh. Yeah. Oddity Files crew at gmail.com. But yeah, guys, that's what we do. We sit here and we tell stories. We tell your guys' stories because those are some of our favorites. Literally. And just hearing the experiences other people have, it it really is like that. It, I would never – I don't know. It's just so unique. Yeah, literally. We had our first fan art submitted to us today. It's on our Instagram and our Twitter and oh. everything. Ursula made us a little – I saw it. Alien the alien. Thing. Yeah. Weird as the new cool. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Huge fan of fan art. Can I just put that oh, out no. there? Please send in all the fan art. Well, there was that, but there was also the Sims characters. Yes. And Ursula made me my Sasquatch happy birthday kitsy uh, yes, meme that, that well. says, 
I, I, I'm looking for Kitsy, right. which was so much fun. Ursula, you rock. Everybody else who, who even thinks about making fan art, do it, but we love you for it. We do. So that's it. That's our show for today. Yes. Like we said, next week's episode will be our live um, our live podcast from Galaxy Con Raleigh that technically happened yesterday. Yes. But technically hasn't happened yet. As long as we can technically figure out how to record it because I'm a little concerned. I, I always am going into a new po- <laughs> going into a, uh, doing a podcast at a new event. So, yeah. So thanks DJ Jimmy for figuring that out cuz you're awesome. And um But if you weren't there, you'll be able to listen to it anyways. Yeah. But check out all our other events. Check out everything. Oddityfiles.com. Um, thank you guys for listening yes. to us tell our creepy stories and try to make each other laugh and <laughs> haunted jails and bourbon. I know. But weird is the new cool. It is. Goodbye. See ya.